You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Let's open our Bible to the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verses uh, 4 to 7. I'll be quoting from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. And this is Ephesus and Paul is reminding the Ephesian believers with regards to their salvation in Jesus Christ when they place their faith in Him. So the subheading here in my uh, ESV is uh, by grace through faith. Verse 4, it says, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses. Trespasses means uh, if you go beyond the border. Okay, So if you go beyond the border, uh, the, the Lord only gave us uh, certain perimeters wherein we should move. If you go beyond that, that's already uh, a trespass. So that's why we have the word trespassing. So made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Verse 7. So that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Let us uh, pray. Lord God, we thank You because we believe that Your Holy Spirit again will teach us this morning and we are asking God for You to speak to us personally that this message will not just be for us corporately, but Lord, this is also uh, to us personally. And we pray, Lord, that we will not leave this place unchanged and help us to understand, Lord, about loving others. It's difficult, Lord, to love other people, but Lord, by your grace, we can do this, Lord. And we pray and ask, Lord, that uh, once more we uh, believe that you are going to open, Lord, our minds and even our hearts. Give us a heart of flesh, Lord, so that, Lord, we can receive, Lord, your message with gladness and joy in our heart. The glory, the honor, and the praise is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may all take your seats, please. Now, speaking about loving others, um, for Christianity, of course, this is really something that we are uh, about to do or going to do because many Christians are doing this. In fact, Christianity is very known for uh, charity, I mean for works, good works, because whenever there are calamities, there are earthquakes, there are floods, or whatever that happens in one particular nation, then you will notice that there are ministries that are stepping in and helping uh, these people. So you, there are probably Salvation Army or Operation Mobilization or any kind of ministry that is uh, geared towards helping people. They are there. And we also understand that Good Works is really a product of what we should do as Christians. In fact, if we go back to several uh, centuries, uh, that uh, the atheist people are accusing Christians of, uh, with regards to their faith and trying to lambast our faith. Kung totoo sin, yung mga atheists, the atheist people who doesn't believe in God, sila yung mga walang ginawa talaga, no? Nung una. The atheist people were not the ones who put up education. It was actually Christians who put up education. You go to the West, 200 plus universities were put up by Christians. I mean, Harvard, Princeton, Columbia University, and even in our case, in the Philippines as well. There are many institutions here that were put up by first, uh, I, I mean, groups who are leaned towards Christianity. Yung mga schools na alam po natin, Ateneo, I, I mean, USD. And you name it, there are a lot of uh, 
educational system here or schools that were put up by groups who are uh, who has a background of Christianity. The same thing also with orphanages, hospitals, and even home. I mean, uh, uh, those are those are take care of the elderly. I mean, those they, those things were put up by Christians, but atheists they did nothing. Ngayon na lang sila nagpapakitang gilas. Pero during those times, they have, they did you know nothing. You you will never see an atheist put up you know organize, uh, I mean I mean hospitals or educational system. They are the ones who actually went to our schools and educated in our very schools. So Christianity is geared towards loving others and doing good works. Jesus Christ also uh, exemplified that because in uh, the scripture. Whenever he ministers, especially talking about to 4,000 or 5,000 people, and you're not uh, referring to women yet, but uh, just men, he was the one who exemplified that kind of attitude or character of doing good to the people by not just speaking, talking, but walking the talk. In the passage in the book of Matthew, it says here in Matthew 15, Verses 32 to 37, Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion on the crowd because they have been with me now three days. And Jesus Christ did not only have that kind of compassion, but he acted on that compassion. He did not just say, I have compassion over this crowd and then did nothing. Hindi sinabing, God bless you. And then after the, afterwards, umalis na lang siya. Kawawa ka naman, God bless you. I hope makakita ng pagkain. Sige, see you. Bye-bye. Hindi ganon. But Jesus Christ did something. Again, he assessed that for the next, for the for the last three days, they were not eating. Some, they, they have nothing to eat. Probably they were exhausted. They are already tired. And so it says there, and I'm unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. He cared for them. Bakamamaya himatayin sila sa dan, at eventually they stumble and they will not return. So. These people will, of course, not come back and listen to what he is saying. So I believe that these people, ang pang ang panghatak talaga no, sa mga tao pagkain talaga. Naalala ko tuloy yung ano yun, isang family. This guy wanted to bring his family to the Lord, and so what he's doing is that he always tells his family, "We're going to uh, we're going to eat, okay? We're going to eat this Sunday. Uh, lunch will be on me, but." There's a condition we have to attend first before we eat our lunch. So every Sunday, he's doing that. Okay, let's eat okay, this Sunday. But before we eat, let's attend the church. Until the, until, um, the time that uh, his parents came to know the Lord, even his siblings and their parents went through Victory Weekend, and now they are all together already. So kaya, uh, this guy uh, is right now working in uh, abroad, pero yung kanyang Parents are still attending the church. So, pwede pala, no? Kapag, ano, ipanghook mo yung pagkain. So, kaya, pag-pray mo kay Lord, sabi mo sa kanya, this, ano, this coming Sunday, kakain tayo sa labas ni Sunday, okay? But first, let's attend, okay? So, kaya, kaya ano, ang, ang Pilipino pa naman, uh, mahilig sila sa pagkain. Mahilig kumain. And I'm unwilling to send them away hungry lest they faint on the way. Next verse. And the disciples said to him, where are we to get enough bread? They were just trying to assess mathematics. Where are we going to get the bread? In such a desolate place to feed so great a crowd. And Jesus said to them, How many loves do you have? And they counted, of course, sabi, sabi rito, there are seven few small fish. 
So they were trying to assess everything. There's nothing, there's no way for us to be able to feed the thousands of people. What we have is only uh, seven loaves and a few small fish. But Jesus, guys, did not focus on that, but he focused on what the Lord can do in that particular situation. So the next passage says, And directing the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish, and having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. And lo and behold, of course, everybody has a chance to eat. And we have no idea how the miracle happened, but that is a miracle. Some people tend to, of course, uh, attack that and saying, most probably Jesus brought a huge whale. That is really a miracle in itself. Paano niya nakaya yung whale na yon? At ng mga disciple ang paghatak ng balyena doon sa lugar na yon para kumain. Again, that is really an, a miracle. But however, it doesn't say there, the point is that we just have to really believe the Lord by faith that He's the one who multiplied everything so that the people can eat and have their satisfaction so that they can listen to the word of the Lord. The same thing also with the bread. All you need to do is just to believe the Lord for provision and the Lord will use you as a blessing. And that's why whenever we pray, don't pray selfishly. Wag po kayo mananalangin na, Lord, i-bless po ako ng ganitong amount and that amount is only for you. Pray to the Lord for a particular amount that uh, will be used by the Lord to bless others as well. Because if, if you pray for a specific amount that is only meant for you and for your family and for your children, then how can you a blessing for others? That is why think also, also how you can be a channel of blessing. And the same thing also happened to this, uh, in this situation wherein the Lord prayed and there are extras. Okay? There are extra bread and extra fish that were given to them. Because in verse 37 says, And they all ate and were satisfied, and they took up seven baskets full of the broken pieces left over. May sobra pa. Si Lord kapag nag-bless, gusto niya may sobra, so that every person can also experience His blessing. Hindi lang yung tayo lang, alone. Kaya kapag halimbawa nagpipray ka, if you're praying to the Lord for a provision or a blessing, pray that the Lord will use you as a general blessing to other people. Don't just pray for yourself. And I would say that that is religion. Religion is something that um, we do so that we can affect the lives of other people. There is nothing wrong with religion. Sometimes we say religion is bad, religion is not right, religion is not good because relationship is most important. Yes, I do agree that relationship is really important, especially in the essentials of how a person can be saved. But however, religion also has a role to play because in the book of James, in James chapter 127, it says here, Religion that is pure and undefiled before God, the Father is this. And what is that? To visit orphans and widows in their affliction. That is religion. Whenever they visit orphans and widows in their affliction, that is practicing religion. Another thing is that they have to keep oneself unstained from the world. Once you know how to discipline yourself spiritually by making yourself unstained, and not being polluted by this world, then that is also religion in itself. Because religion, literally, simply, is defined as external ceremonies, which talks about visiting the orphans and widows, and religious discipline, which talks about to keep oneself unstained from the world. In our case, are we practicing religion? Yes. Because if you are involved in the ministry, that is religion. You are involving yourself in helping other people as well. If you are also very much involved in an organization, a Christian organization, that also helps alleviate the condition of other people, a Christian organization that is religion in itself. 
there's nothing wrong with religion. But if you use religion for you to be able to save, then that's a problem. Because nobody can be saved by religion. Kahit na po 30 years na kayo nandito sa victory, 50 years or 100 years kung buhay ka pa, at uugod-ugod ka na, at talagang as inandito ka pa rin sa victory, if your faith is on what you are doing here in this church and not in Jesus Christ, then you cannot be saved by what you are doing. That is plain religion. So again, religion is something that we do for the Lord. The Jewish people, in this case, is that they think that they need to do these things in order to please the Lord. Kasi ang mga Hudyo, especially the Pharisees, they're trying to tell the young people during the time, you give us your money. If you're working, you give us your money and we'll bless your money. And once we bless that money, that already becomes a korban for us. Even though you will not support your parents, as long as the money is given to us, it is still a blessing to the Lord. So Jesus Christ is trying to counter that by saying, you're trying to dishonor the commandment that says, honor your father and your mother so that your religion can only be practiced. That's wrong. Maliyon. Dapat balanse tayo. Kaya si yung mga Pharisees, they are being attacked by the Lord Jesus Christ. Kasi ang ginagawa nila is that they abandon their responsibility for their parents, especially if, if, if the mother is already a widow, then basta maibigay lang nila yung pera sa Jewish practices, okay na yun. But again, that is not what the Lord is telling us. We want to understand that the religion that is going, that is being done in our life must be an outcome of our relationship with the Lord. And that is why, if I may define this, there is nothing bad about religion. Doing religion is the result of salvation, but salvation by doing religion is a result of biblical ignorance. Nothing wrong with religion. Religion is okay. Religion is good. It could be pure as long as we do it as an outcome of our relationship with the Lord. So how can we, you know, love our neighbors? How can we practice the pure religion, especially for our neighbors? Then there are ways to love our neighbor. The ways to love our neighbor is one I would like to submit to you, is that share His divine love. You have experienced the divine love of the Lord already. Who among you here have experienced His divine love? Many of us. I have experienced His divine love. So now our role right now is to share his divine love for others. In the scripture, in the book of Ephesians, verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 4, it says, But God being rich in mercy because of the great love which he loved us, it simply means that you have already experienced that love, then it's now our role to, of course, show that to others and share that to others. That is the great love and that is the agape kind of love, unconditional love that was given to us by the Lord. God allowed us to really feel that and experience that. Ang bawat isa po sa atin. John 3.16 is a very, very common passage. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world, agape kind of love, that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. It does not say 
that whoever believes in Him should not go through testings and trials and hardships, but have eternal life. Hindi naman sinabing ganun eh. Ang sinabi, should not perish. So therefore, when you speak about divine love, bakit kaya kailangan nating i-share yung divine love na yon? But divine love is very much important. We will not understand divine love unless, of course, we go to verse 14 and 15. Because the word perish here simply means that all of us or all people, if they will not believe in Jesus Christ, they will be given over to eternal misery in hell. And when we talk about hell, I tell you, this is not a joke. Alam niyo po ang hell, ganito, no? Hindi naman sa nakapunta na ako ng impyerno, pero at least, <laughs> alam mo, alam mo, alam mo, ano, nakapunta ng impyerno, no? <laughs> sa hell, in hell, people are asking this kind of question. If God is omnipresent, can God be in hell? If God is omnipresent, can God be in hell? If God is everywhere, can God be also in hell? But however, the word omnipresent does not mean that He really is literally in hell, but everything is present in the Lord. The Lord does not need your CCTV to be able to check what you're doing alone, especially if you're in front of the internet. Hindi niya kailangan ng CCTV, bumili ng CCTV para i-check ka. Ano bang ginagawa nito? Isa, ma-check nga ito, pipindot niya isa. Aha. At iisipin mo, there are billions of CCTV, uh, millions of CCTV in heaven. As if like, Merong, nagpakabit si Lord ng CCTV system. It's not like that. But however, when we say God, I mean, you can, a person who is in hell, a person who is tortured in hell, a person who is suffering in hell, is experiencing this kind of torture in his life because at that very moment that a person is in hell, he cannot even feel the presence of the Lord anymore. Every microsecond, every millisecond, he cannot feel that. He cannot feel the love. He cannot feel the mercy. He cannot feel His grace anymore in hell. In today, in this world, if you are still alive, of course you are, kasi ang ka nandito sa service na ito, we are still feeling His grace and His compassion and His mercy and His love every microsecond today. As long as you are alive, whether you are an unbeliever or not, you can still feel the compassion the mercy, the love, and the grace of the Lord every millisecond. But in hell, you can't. That is why David has to say, in your presence, there is fullness of joy. But however, in hell, they could not say that anymore because they cannot feel the presence of the Lord anymore. That is why in this case, before you understand the love of the Lord, you must understand really what will be your predicament if you will not accept and receive that love. Ano ba ang mangyayari sa'yo? Yan ang habol ng Panginoon that you should not perish but have eternal life. But we cannot understand this passage unless we move to 14 and 15. Kasi marami, nagko-quote lang nito, pero hindi nila binabalikan yung 14 and 15. Kailangan na natin muna maintindihan kung ano yung sinasabi ng 14 and 15. What does it mean in context? In 14 and 15, it says, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, meaning so must the Son of Man go through sacrifices and torture first. For us, once the Son of Man went through that, or go through that, then that simply means we can now understand His love. Na kahit na, I mean, ito yung dinaanan niya, ginawa niya ang mga bagay nito, o itong bagay nito para sa atin dahil sa pagmamahal niya sa atin. Matthew gave us a glimpse, no? He gave us a glimpse of what happened to him 
in Matthew 26:66-68. And these are the people talking to Jesus Christ during the time when he, has, he is going through this suffering and torture. What is your judgment? He is in front of the Sanhedrin during the time. The judges. What is your judgment? They answered, He deserves death. Sabi nila kay Jesus, He deserves death. Unfair kay Jesus because ang paglilitis na ginawa is gabi na hindi nila usual na ginagawa. That is why in this case, He is being accused right now. And the judgment should be death even though it is not really true. It's not fair. It's unfair. But they wanted to really kill him and say death to him. Then they spit in his face. Dinuraan siya. Meron ba rito naduraan na kayo sa mukha ng diretsyo? At sinabi yung, ay, sige, isa pa, okay lang. Wala. Nakakagalit yon. Pagka naduraan ka sa mukha, ibig sabihin, niyurakan yung dangal mo. Yung namatitigang ka lang nga, nagkakabugbogan na iba eh. Diba? Sa jeep, pag ilalala niya, mga lalaki, tinititigan mo, tapos tititigan niyo talaga. Kahit saan siya pumunta, tititigan na lang siya. Kahit na nagdadrive siya, talaga ano, mababanggat na lahat, tinititigan pa rin niya. Ito pa kaya, spitting, you know, in the face. I mean, it really is humbling. Then they spit in his face and struck him and some slap him. Physical. This is physical hurt na ginawa sa kanya. But, did we heard a word from him? Wala. Pahimik pa rin siya. Meron siyang pinapakita sa atin. Saying, prophesy to us, you Christ, who is that struck you? Insult. Accuse, and then physical hurt, and then insult. All of this, Jesus had to go through. And to add salt to a gaping wound, the few passages here will say that even his friends abandoned him. Verse 69 in Matthew 26 says, Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came up to him and said, You also were with Jesus the Galilean. But what did he say? But he denied it before them all, saying, I don't know what you mean. Ilang beses niyang dininay yon? Tatlong beses. Papanong nalaman? How did they know? How did he know that Jesus, that, that Peter was with Jesus? Because nahuli siya because of his dialect. Galilean kasi siya. And normally, a Galilean has a punto. Parang isang batanggay nyo, pantanggay nyo ka ba? Ay, alay, hindi ho. Parang ganon. Obvious na obvious na nga. Ayaw pang aminin na batanggay nyo. Ay, alay ho, hindi ho. Ako batanggay nyo. <laughs> Talaga asin na lang. Ay, asin, didinay pa rin niya. Si Peter, ganun. Para bang obvious na obvious na Galilean ka, you're already, it's pretty much obvious by the dialect that you're saying, and yet you're still denying it. I mean, something is wrong. Imagine a friend abandoning him. Those are the things that happened to Jesus Christ. But in yet, in Luke 6, 27 to 28, it says, But I say to you who here, love your enemies. Ito pa rin yung sinabi niya. Love your enemies. Magagawa pa rin kaya natin yon. Kaya nga, when we say, share his divine love, Ipakita mo. The love that God has given you, share it to others. And I'm sure, Pastor, ibig sabihin nyo, kahit na malaki utang sa akin, ibang umutang siya eh. Sampung libo, Pastor, kung alam mo lang. 100,000 pesos. Sabi niya, magka-partner ako yung sa negosyo, tapos biglang ang nangyari, hindi na niya binalikan. Okay? Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, Invoke evil things against you. 
pray for those who abuse or insult or criticize you. Sino rito nakaranas na ng ganito na may mga taong umatake po sa inyo? Taas ang kamay. Ah, iba, wala talaga. Ang galing nyo naman, ha? Kayo na nga kayo magsalita rito kasi sa, hindi ako, ano So anyway, di ba? There are people who are like this. Offended. Na-offend na kayo. Sino rito na-offend na kayo? You were offended at least once in your life. Since the time of birth. Nung kayo, ano, nung pinangang kayo. Na-offend na kayo. Baby pa kayo, okay? Diba? Since the time of your birth. Every one of us, most of us, were offended. And it's it's really hurtful. Kapag, lalo kapag liman, talagang, ano, diretso yung sinabi sa inyo. Ang sakit. Tapos, pagka na-offend ka, and once you are offended, pagka umatin siya ng 11 o'clock, hindi ka atin na 11 o'clock, 9 o'clock ka atin. You're going now to attend the 9 o'clock, and if you learn that he's attending 9 o'clock, you are not going to attend the 9 o'clock, you will attend the 11 o'clock. Iniiwasan mo siya every time. Pag kumain siya sa McDonald's, sa Jollibee ka pupunta. Because why? Because that kind of offense, of course, is taking root in your heart. Tatalo ka. Talo ka talaga. Kasi bili mo, wala siyang kamalay-malay na yun ang ginagawa mo. Siya, ang sarap-sarap ng kain niya, samantala ikaw nag-ngangarit ka sa puso mo. The hormone in your body is being altered to the point of sickness and even worse, to the point of death. That is why, again, going back to this, there are people, of course, in this world that will really abuse you, insult you, criticize you, invoke evil things against you. But then again, it says here, love your enemy. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, mahalin mo ang kaaway mo. Sige, love your enemies. Kahit na sino pa yan, love your enemies. I mean, let's go back to what the Lord Jesus Christ said. Luke 6.29 says, The one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. Pagka sinampal ka sa kabila, offer mo rin yung kabila. Okay? Para, oh, ito pa, ito pa. Okay? Dahil mahal kita. Offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic. Ibig sabihin nito sa, during their time, kasi ang cloak kasi at saka ang tunic, it will help you to decrease the coldness. And once na tinanggal ang cloak, malamig na yun, every more you will also give your tunic. So wala ka ng panlamig. So you also have to give that. In other words, what, what this is saying, hindi naman siya literal talaga, but the point here is that just do an extra mile to that person. Do an extra mile. Ang hirap, ano? Pero you can do it, and we can do it by the grace of the Lord. By the grace of the Lord, you can actually do it. Nakangiti at sasabi mo, Lord, salamat, hindi ko kayang gawin ito without you. I can only do this thing with you. And I am here to love that person. Even that person is criticizing me. Even that person is really, that person really is harming me. And even harming my family, Lord, I choose to bless that person. Lord, bless that person. Bless that person. Bless that person. Verse 32 says, If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. What is the difference? If you love those who love you, then pareho lang kayo ng mga makasalanan dyan. Because the sinners also are loving those who love them. But if you love those people who are doing wicked things against you or hurting you, then wow, iba ka. Angat ka sa iba. Yan ang kakaiba. Dahil yan ang krisyano. 1 John 4, 8-9 says, Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And if you don't know how to love this kind of people, then you don't really understand what love is all about. Go back to John 3:16. For God so loved the world. For God so loved you. For God so loved me. For God so loved each one of us. But in yet, He gave His Son for us. Sino ba tayo para mahalin ang Diyos ng ganon? 
Because God is love, and this, the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent His only Son into, into the world so that we might live through Him. We might live through Him. Verse 10 says in 1 John 4, And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation or payment for our sins. Share His divine love. But before you share that divine love, you have to experience first the love of God in your life. Ang hirap kasing magmahal ng ibang tao pag hindi mo na-experience yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon. Kaya pag nakakita ka ng isang galit na tao, ibig sabihin hindi niya na-experience pa siguro yung pagmamahal ng Diyos sa kanyang buhay. Kaya pag may nakita ka, ah, siguro hindi mo na-experience yung pagmamahal ni Lord, ano? Eto ang pagmamahal ng Lord, yakapin mo na aga. Hindi. So, kaya pag may, nag, pag, may, pag may nagagal sa inyo, libre mo agad ng pagkain. Hindi ka nga, pag, libre na kita ng Starbucks. Init, lalamig rin yan. Anong gusto mo? Order ka kahit na ano. Tapos ang inorder yung pinakamahal, ano? Huwag oh, naman tayong ganyan. Kung nagka, <laughs> Pero okay lang yun. Kasi ibibless ka ng Panginoon. The Lord has a way of blessing us. That's why, again, whenever we express that kind of love, people will really see the changes in us. And that is loving our neighbor. That is one way of loving our neighbor. And you just don't know what that person can do afterwards. And they will think, what is in that person? Even though I did this to him or did this to her, still, he loves me and he cares for me. Share his divine love. Second is show his divine life. Ipakita mo divine life. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5, it says, Even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. Now you are made alive by the Lord. Before you are dead, but now you are alive in Him. And so, once we are alive in Him, then we can now show His divine life to other people. It is impossible for a person to show His divine life unless you are made alive in Jesus Christ. You have to again understand that you have to accept and receive that Jesus Christ resurrected from the grave. And He did that for us. By grace, you have been saved. Verse 1 of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. I'm quoting this from the King James Version. Why is it charity? Because during the time, the word charity during the time of King James and Queen Elizabeth is that charity is a love in action. Hindi katulad ng... In fact, di ba ang alam ng natin charity? Charity sweepstakes. Philippine charity sweepstakes. Pero in, in reality... Philippine Charity Sweepstakes, huwag na natin pag-usapan muna yung, uh, you know, si Swerte, yung kakapag ka. Pero the Philippine Charity Sweepstakes are the ones who are helping the people right now here in the Philippines, right? Kapag halimbawang meron kang uh, may sakit, tapos silang tutulong sa'yo, misang nga, ang iba magpapanggap pa na may sakit para na makakuha. Pero charity actually speaks of that. Charity is really love in action because the word charity in the English dictionary, it means it is generosity and helpfulness, especially toward the needy or suffering. Also, aid given to those in need. In other words, it is not just love talk, but love in action. That is what 1 Corinthians 13.1 is telling us. It should be love in action. Kasi kapag halimbawa, love talk ka lang, wala ang mangyari, nakikinig ka lang, at sasabihin mo lang, pero wala kang ginagawa. What are the things that we need to do? If you go back to 1 Corinthians, I'm quoting from God's Word translation, verses 4 to 6, it says, Love is patient. Patient ka ba? Ikaw ba ay patient na maghintay sa misis mo kapag siya ay nagsishopping? Ah, di ba? How long? Okay? Pastor, ko alam mo lang, isang oras na. 
Naalala ko nga miss ko, nung, nung, nung ano, pumunta nga siya, nag-shopping nga siya, eh. ano, may binili siya, may bibilin siya. No? Sabi, parang, sabi niya, one hour lang, one hour lang. Yung one hour naging two hours. Yung two hours naging three hours. Halos sabi ko, ano, yung mga tao, ang dami ko na nakawayan na dito. Sa ano, umabot na ako na almost four hours. Pero hindi na naulit. Isang beses lang yan. Ibuti na lang. Hindi. So, Love is patient. Be patient. Are you patient? Remind mo naman yung katabi mo. Are you patient? Tanungin mo, are you patient? Love is kind. Love is kind. Love isn't jealous. Hindi, hindi, hindi siya nagseselos. Pero again, don't border in insecurity. Okay? Baka mama, insecure lang yung taong yan. Love is not jealous. Hindi yung hindi mo na pinapalabas mismo. You are not allowing your wife to get out of the house because lahat ng kausap niya lalaki nagseselos ka. Kawawa naman yun kapag kaganan. Sino yung kausap mo? Yung para kliyente lang pala. Huwag ka na lumabas ng bahay. Dito lang sa kwartong ito. Wala ka nang gagawin kundi sa kwartong ito lang. <laughs> insecure. You have to again understand. Baka nagbo-border tayo sa insecurity. It doesn't sing its own praises. Hindi mo pinupuri ang sarili mo. Huwag mong pupurihin ang sarili mo. That is love. Let others praise you. Let others honor you. It isn't arrogant. Hindi siya arrogante. It isn't rude. It doesn't think about itself. Hindi inuuna yung sarili sa lahat ng bagay. Pagka meron nag-cut sa'yo sa Jollibee, nakapila ka at sinabi, so, sandali po, hindi ho, ako ho rito sa unahan. Kahit na senior citizen na yung nag-cut na yun, talagang wala kang pakialam. Dito ho kayo, lolo, sa likod ko. <laughs> sa, sa likod ho, lolo. Dito ho ako, nauna na ho ako rito. 15 minutes ako ho, kanina rito. Dito ho kayo. Ay, iho, ano? Parang nakikita kita sa victory, iho, ha? <laughs> Pagkatabi pa nga tayo, eh. Ay, actually, Lolo, talaga yun talagang plano ko talaga kasi sinave ko talaga para sa inyo ito, Lolo. ho kayo sa unahan. Nagbabagong bigla pagka nalaman Victoria, no? It isn't irritable. Hindi ka irritable. It doesn't keep track of wrongs. It isn't happy when injustice is done, but it is happy with the truth. All of these things, these are love in action. You go back to 1 Corinthians 13 in order for you to understand that these are love in action that must be done. Because if we don't understand charity or love, then hindi rin natin maintindihan to and we can't really apply all of these things. Love in action. Go back to these things. Verse 7, it says, Love never stops being patient, never stops believing, never stops hoping, and never gives up. Don't give up. If you fail, if you stumble, kung napundi ang bulb, ang fuse, Humingi ka ng tawad, go back to the Lord, ask for forgiveness, and then say, Lord Jesus Christ, help me. Change me, transform me. Help me to show this divine life to my family, to my friends. Eto na naman ako, naiinis na naman ako. Lord, help me. Eto na naman ako, Lord, impatient. Eto na naman ako, Lord, talagang irritable sa buhay. Pagkagising pa lang, itong noong to, nagkukunot na agad. Ano ulam? Para bang... Ano pa? May mga taong para bang ano no pinanganak talagang nung siguro mi ano unang uha palag palang agad no uha talagang parang gritagrit sa buhay. Para bang pagkalabas niya talagang galit na sa mundo. We have to change that. Kaya itong 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 gitnang ito no we, we have to always guard that kasi pag ito medyo nagdikit yan talaga as in ano eh something is already wrong eh. Para bang galit na galit na agad sa mundo eh. You have to always go back to 1 Corinthians 13. There's this one person who shows his divine life to others. Alam mo ginagawa niya? Her neighbors, she invites her neighbors to her, to her own home and then she offers sinigang. Sinigang. 
she cooks sinigang and then invites her neighbors. And, and once she invites them, then she shared the gospel to them. And you know what happened? I mean, a number of them came to know the Lord. And some of them became interns and leaders already. And a few of them went through, is already going through Victory Week and already. Imagine, dahil sang sa sinigang, nakakilala sa Panginoon. And she's one of our, she's part of our church, no? In, in Victory. Sinanay. Si, si sister. Okay? I, I, I forgot her name. Okay? And sabi ko nga sa kanya, ano eh, kumbaga, ito, ito talaga, totoo talaga yung passage na to sa kanya. Ito talaga totoo yung passage sa kanya. Ito yung nakalagay dito. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. <laughs> totoo talaga, no? Para siya, oh, taste the sinigang and see that the Lord is good. Ito talaga, totoo talaga nangyari sa kanya. Biri mo, she showed that divine life to others and other people came to know the Lord as a result of that. That is why we could say that God really is good and He can use us as a child of blessing for other people. Aside from that, it says here, to love our neighbor without sharing the love of Christ is to be a humanist. If you are not sharing the love of, the love of Christ to the people and you are just doing good works, then you become a humanist. Gawain ng humanist yon. But to share the love of Christ without loving our neighbor is to be religious. If you don't include sharing the gospel and you are just doing good works, then that is just, if you are sharing, if, if you are doing, uh, if you are sharing the gospel without doing good works, then that is just becoming religious. But to share the love of Christ while loving our neighbor is to be a Christian. That dapat magkasama yung dalawa. Once you share the love of Christ, you also have to just share. You also have to love your neighbor as well. That is being a Christian. Dapat magkasama yung dalawang yon. Share His divine love, show His divine life, and share His divine hope. In this case, and we are raised us with Him and seated up with Him in the heavenlies, so that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Once we, are, once we embrace the Lord Jesus Christ, we are now in the position in the heavenlies with Him, in Him. I mean, our hope is so much high. May pag-asa po. Kaya nga tayo, here in this world, if you don't understand this, then we are not, we don't really understand what hope is all about. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 2, it says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Huwag niyo pong titignan yung mga nasa mundo ang titingnan niyo palagi yung nasa taas. Because once you are there already, then you can see that a lot of things is going to happen, especially in connection with the Lord. And that is hope, because He is our blessed hope. In 1 Peter 1.3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living what? Hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And speaking about, of course, hope, we have to really share this divine hope to the people around us because there's a lot of people who have not yet experienced this hope in the Lord. There's this one person by the name of Elena Perez. Elena Perez is going through some difficulties in her life before. And, uh, of course, one of the things that we are doing here in this movement is to help people to be alleviated from their poverty by introducing, of course, the help 
so that they could go to uh, find education. But this is, this, this is a stop in education, but we are also sharing the gospel to them. And we do this through Real Life Foundation. Now, speaking about uh, Real Life Foundation, currently our Real Life supports over 250 scholars in 26 different locations across the Philippines. Yun po yung ginagawa natin. Yun yung pangtulong natin sa kanila. But it does not stop there. But we are also introducing the gospel to these students as well. And one of those is Elena Perez, who have been helped by our foundation. And for us to understand what she has gone through, I'd like us to watch this video for a moment. Lumaki ako sa isang malaking pamilya. Yung tatay ko nagtatrabaho sa bilang construction worker. Tapos yung nanay ko, tinutulungan siya sa pang-araw-araw namin na pangailangan. Anim kami magkakapatid. Ako, pang-lima sa mga magkakapatid. Naalala ko may moment na kailangan kong like maglakad ng 30 minutes para lang makapasok. Kahit walang baon, papasok ako kasi gusto kong makapag-aral. Na kailangan namin mag-share sa isang pack ng noodles para lang makaraos ng isang araw. Dahil anim kami magkakapatid, yung panganay kong ate, yung kuya ko, hanggang sa pang-apat na kapatid, hindi na sila nakatapos ng pag-aaral. Meron kaming mindset yung kapag ipinanganak ang mahirap, mabubuhay ka na mahirap, and then mamamatay kang mahirap. So, nung high school na, nung pumasok na ako ng high school, nakilala ko yung isa kong Filipino teacher. Yung Filipino teacher na yon hindi lang siya basta-basta nag, ah, nagtuturo tungkol about dun sa topic ng Filipino, kundi nagsashare din siya paminsan-minsan about the gospel. And she even invited us na mag-join ng Bible study niya or Bible group. So one time, nag-join ako. Pero after noon, sinataguan ko na si Ma'am Lynn. Yung family namin, Catholic, tapos yung kapatid ko naman, Iglesia ni Cristo. So para wag na akong makadagdag pa ng gulo dahil nga iba-iba na yung religion. Kaya sabi ko na lang kay Ma'am Lynn, dami ko na lang excuses na hindi ako pwede, assignment ako, makapag-excuse lang sa kanya. So, dumating yung point na parang nakulitan na, mako, nakulitan na ako kay Ma'am Lynn kasi paulit-ulit na na siya nag invite So, nag na rin ako sa kanya finally. So, nag-join na ako ulit ng Bible study. Tapos, dumating sa, matend na rin ako ng Sunday service. Tapos, during one altar call, doon na nadulog yung puso ko na talagang miyak na ako na kailangan ko nang tagapin si Lord, si Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. So, nung magka-college na ako, since alam ni Ma'am Lin yung situation ko sa family background ko, uh, tinulungan niya rin ako na makonek sa Real Life Foundation. Then, eventually, I got the approval na maging scholar nga. Then, nakapasok ako sa PUP. I graduated as Corporate Business Management. And right after the graduation, I got a job. I was able to pursue my career. And then, nakita ko kung gano'ng ka-faithful si God sa buhay ko. And hindi lang sa buhay ko, pati na rin sa family ko. Nakita ko na may hope. Kasi yung kapatid ko, I was able to help then yung kapatid ko na makapag-aral. And at the same time, makapagtapos din. Then eventually, years after, I've seen myself in Dubai, working in a bank. And then eventually, I started leading a group, my victory group there and with uh, young professionals. I'm Elena Perez, and I've seen God's faithfulness to me and my family. And I remember this life verse that I always clamor to. James 1, 
and it says there, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so you would remain complete and mature, not lacking of anything. Praise God. Galing sinabi niya, there's hope, even though her situation is like impossible, but there's hope. And somebody cared to share the divine love and at the same time show that divine life and even at the same time uh, share that divine hope to her to the point that she is now right now being used by the Lord. Hindi ka lang iaangat, but at the same time you're also being uh, going to be used by the Lord for other people. And I was just looking at the, uh, I mean, watching the video and thinking about the many people right now who are going through hardships as well in their life. Maaring dumadaan ka sa pagsubok ng buhay mo, maaring sa'yo parang gusto mo munang takas at sabihin, Panginoon, bakit ba nangyari ito sa aking buhay? I was just talking to somebody, uh, I mean, in our 9 o'clock service, and she is also going through that kind of situation. And she was really encouraged by the story. And I was, I was telling her also, that God is writing your story. Kapag dumadaan ka sa pagsubok ng buhay mo, sinusulat ng Panginoon yung storya mo. Because one day, you just have no idea that God will use your story to be able to encourage a lot of people as well. She has no idea that her story right now is being heard by thousands of people. Naisip pa niya yan noon, nung nado siya sa puntong hirap na hirap siya? Hindi. But later on, she understands that, Lord, ito pala yon. Meron palang purpose kung bakit ako dumaan dito. So that people can really see that there is a God who is moving in my life and in our life. Let me just quote this passage as I end this. In Hebrews 10, 23-24, let us hold fast the confession of our hope. Wag kang bibigay. Don't give up. Hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. Don't waver. Continue to hold on. Wag kang bibiteo. Ibig sabihin, kahit, pastor, kahit na sobrang tindi na nangyayari, oo, huwag kang bibitiw. Dahil hindi pa yan. Hindi pa tapos ang Panginoon sa storya mo. The Lord is writing your story. Remember, it is not about you, it's about Jesus Christ and you. Because people are also going through that kind of situation and you just don't know how many people are going through that kind of situation and God and you are privileged. And I would say you are privileged to go through that as well. I'm not saying na para bang, ibig sabihin, tuwan-tuwa ba si Lord na dumadaan ako rito? Of course, hindi naman sa tuwan-tuwa. But God is allowing us to go through this because the Lord knows that we can be an instrument of blessing and instrument of encouragement for others as well. Let's not think about ourselves. Let's always think about how the Lord can use us. For He who promised is what? Faithful. He is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Continue to stir up each other towards love and good works. Because one day, the Lord will surely use us individually. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for what? For good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Going back again to our points. Share His divine love. Ibahagi niyo po yun, yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa ibang mga tao. Wag po natin sasarilihin. Show His divine life. Ipakita po natin ang pagbabagong ito na nangyayari po sa ating buhay. Ipakita natin. Let's show them what the Lord is doing in our life. 
The Lord has transformed you, praise God. The Lord has changed you, praise God. Let people see that in your life. Because the moment that people can see that in your life, then these people will try to doubt that there really is a God who is transforming our lives. The moment that inside your own home, people are questioning the Lord as to, is He really alive in your life? How come that you are still the same? Bakit ganyan ka pa rin ngayon? Then I hope that you cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, Panginoon, tulungan niyo po ako. Change me and transform me so that they can see this changed life in me. And last is that, share His divine hope. Meron pong pag-asa. Remind that person beside you and say, there is hope. There is hope. There is hope for your children. There is hope for your family. There is hope for your marriage. There is hope for your situation. There is hope for your situation, especially when you talk about finances. There is hope. Don't give up. Always go back to the Lord and say, Lord, use me. Can we all stand up right now? Bow down your head for a moment, please. I'd like to pray for some of you who are going through this kind of things in your life and you're, if you're asking for prayer and saying, Pastor, pray for me. I'm going through this kind of situation right now. I know that God is writing my story, but Pastor, it's difficult. My marriage is in shambles. My children are not doing their part. I'm also in this situation. My body is not well. Whatever that situation is, if you need prayer in this area, so that God can use you as a blessing for others, so that you can show the love of God for others, I'd like you to raise up your hand right now. Just raise up your hand high as a sign of humility to the Lord. God, I pray in the name of Jesus. May you step in, Lord, in the life of your children right now. They're going through this kind of situation, Lord, and it's difficult, it's hard, it's not easy. Lord, help them by your grace. Help them, Lord, as they go through these things. Strengthen, Lord God, their faith in you. Give them the peace that transcends every human understanding. Let them overcome, Lord, this hardship and testings and trials in their life. And I believe, Lord, that you're going to use their story, Lord, so that one day, people who are going through this kind of situation will also know and understand that there is a God who is doing great things. And I pray that this will point them to Jesus Christ, that they will find their salvation in Jesus Christ eventually. Lord, hold the heart, Lord, of your child right now. Reassure your children that everything is going to be okay because you are not going to leave them nor forsake them. You're going to always hold them by the hand. Thank you for the peace. Thank you, Lord, for you are releasing them right now from worry. We bind, Lord, the spirit of worry in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. We come against the spirit of worry. We come against the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus Christ. And thank you, O Lord, for releasing them, Lord, from these things. Use their life, Lord, so that they can always be a blessing to their neighbors, Lord. I pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.